Have you had challenges in hiring during the Great Resignation? Has this had a negative impact on your cleaning business? If so, check this episode out, Hiring in the Age of COVID. Hey, I'm Mark Lineberry with Beyond the Mop. And with each episode, I give a pro tip, a guide, a resource, something that really help your business move forward. Let me ask you this. Are you looking for a DIY and budget-friendly way to create graphics for your business? Wouldn't it be cool to have an online platform to create your own logos, Facebook post graphics, Instagram posts, cleaning proposal templates, and many others? Guys, if so, check out canva.com. Canva is a really cool resource, especially if you're creative-minded. There are so many tools you could use to create word art, graphics, pictures for your business, and so forth. And if you're not the creative type, like yours truly, they'll offer many free and paid templates that you can use to up your marketing game. I've used Canva to create social media posts. I've used Canva to create podcast art for past and future projects. I've even used Canva to write a couple different eBooks, uh, shameless plug here, one of which is on mycleanpivot.com. And I've used it for a couple different business card designs as well. They offer a free version, which will cover many of your needs and even a paid version for a low fee. This is a great alternative to subscribing to Adobe Illustrator or even paying for a freelancer through sites like Fiverr or Upwork. Go check out canva.com. Well, back to hiring in the age of COVID. I'm going to cover different topics here. I'm going to cover some statistics. I'm going to talk about resources or sources, I should say, where we put our ads into. I'm going to talk about what goes into an ad how we collect our job applications, and how we do our interviews. Well, first, some stats. Fast Company Magazine says that even though money's a big factor, two-thirds of the employees out there left due to a lack of engagement and lack of overall well-being. Guys, it's not about the money. Always take the time to invest into your employees. Ask them how they're doing, how they're feeling, how their family is, what resource, how can you help them, what guides can you provide for them and so forth? Figure out what makes them tick, what hurts them, what bothers them, and see how you could solve that pain point for them, even if it's outside of cleaning, even if it's not even money related. Always invest in your fellow human. And if they do ask for money, figure out why they want the money. Every time an employee asks for a raise, I ask them, well, why do you want to raise? Now, I don't mean that in a condescending way, but sometimes question behind a question, great book, by the way, you could dive in and figure out what makes them tick and why are they looking for the money in the first place? For example, we had someone recently ask for a raise and it turned out their budget just wasn't meeting their needs, meaning the income for that budget just wasn't meeting their family needs. And so a raise made sense, right? Either I lose them to because they might go somewhere else, or I give them a raise, which the contract could technically support or at least pull in from other areas. Another example, I had an employee ask for a raise, and he wouldn't tell me how much of a raise he needed. And I kept asking questions, kept asking, well, it turned out he had a legal bill that is coming up due, is due the following month, and it's about $6,000 for him. Now, if he's asking for a raise, there's no way I could give him a raise to provide a $6,000 a month increase to pay for that pay for that legal bill. And I explained to him that a raise will not help him in this situation here. He needs something else. He needs something better. So 
I worked with him and talked to him. And it's a legal bill, not for any sort of criminal or nefarious reasons. It was just an immigration. He's a legal immigrant to this country, and you got to reapply and submit new paperwork and do all this due diligence stuff in terms of researching the employee. Well, he had to go through all that again. It's up for renewal. And he needed that money to cover those legal fees for that process. And so just by talking to him, I learned that was the source. And I said, hey, in several ways, what if we gave you $2,000 to pay towards this legal fee? And what if you went back to the attorney and worked out some sort of payment plan for the remainder of the balance? And he did that. And it worked. He was really happy. He got the money. It made the attorney happy. It made a very happy employee on my end. And it solved their pain point. And so it gave them a chance to chip away at a much lower price point than what he could have otherwise. So think about fulfilling their needs, fulfilling their engagement, taking care of their overall well-being. Again, it's not always about the money. There's always something there. There's an underlying reason that sometimes you could fix. Uh, For cost of hiring, according to human resource management, it costs $4,129 on average to hire and train a brand new employee. Now, we're in the cleaning business. I don't think it costs us $4,000 to hire and train a brand new employee, right? Now, it might cost hundreds or even low thousands, right? Uh, for example, if you were to put ad into Indeed or wherever, that's going to cost money. You're now spending time interviewing people, so time is money, right? So now you're spending more money. Now you have to do the interviews. You have to do the training. You have to do the due diligence, the background checks, and you have to spend time holding their hand for next week or two while they figure out this new account that they're working at. So all that costs time and money because you're pulling from other resources to cover it. So it's not ideal to hire a new employee whatsoever. You really want to focus on alternatives. Uh, uh, Here's another step. It takes 42 days to hire a brand new employee. So once you put the ad in on average nationwide, it takes 42 days to fulfill that job role. When you think about the cleaning industry, you can't go back to your client and say, Hey, can you wait 42 days? Because on average it takes 42 days to hire a new employee. No, they'll fire you in a heartbeat. You don't have 42 days. You might have one day if you're lucky. So you need to figure out how can I prevent employees from hiring? How can I treat and improve their overall well-being? How can I improve their engagement? So that way they don't leave and there is no great resignation within your own company. And if you do need to hire, well, consider hiring internally. So make some part-time employees, full-time employees if you need to. Add hours. Take the time to interview each and every one of your employees. Ask them, hey, if we were to give you more hours, would you want that? And if you do, what type of schedule would you want? And figure that out. I always ask our employees on a quarterly basis. I rotate through, hey, where else would you like to work at? How much? How many more hours would you like to work at? What What do you need for your uh, for your own needs? And then we address that. So when jobs do open up, I think, oh, I already got someone in mind. I'm gonna bring in such and such employee from another location. Easy that way. But if you do need to hire outside of your company, hire before you need to hire. I know that doesn't make sense whatsoever, but let me say it again. Hire before you need to hire. And I'm going to talk about the process of what we do to hire before we need to hire people. But first, here's some of the sources we advertise in. 
We advertise in Indeed, ZipRecruiter, our own newspaper, The Washington Post, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, I haven't done this yet, but you could post in local Facebook community groups. You could post in your local community college. You could post in Craigslist. We've done done that a lot of times. You could post in Google for jobs. You could post in Post Job Free and even post on your own website. Have a little link up there. Click it, fill out an application, and they're off to the races, right? Well, what goes into an ad? This is really important. Uh, in episode one, we talked about creating the uh, client avatar, right? Creating that ideal client, figuring out who you want to go after. Well, you need to do the same thing for your job applicants. You need to figure out this is the ideal employee I would like to have and create the job ad around that ideal employee covering their pain points, covering their needs, and so forth. Uh, let me explain further. When employees go to high, when they get to fill out a new job, they're making a life-changing decision, right? It's a probably emotional decision. They're going, well, is this the right fit for me? Should I be making this move? Should I be sacrificing time from my family to focus on a new job or what have you? They're making a very big emotional decisions. So when you write out that job ad, you need to have that avatar candidate in mind, that avatar employee in mind, and write based on emotion towards that candidate. Number two, you need to focus on winning headlines filled with keywords that your avatar could search for. Uh, Here's the opposite. Don't type in as a headline help wanted, right? Everyone does that. Skip that. Don't do that. Here's another one. Daytime employee needed. Everyone needs a daytime employee. Don't, don't put that in there, right? Write headlines that would connect back to your avatar, or who you are going after. Maybe ideal job for a single mom or what have you. Figure out something that would make them tick or why they would want to apply to you in the first place and make sure that's including your headline. Your first paragraph should have a company summary in three to four sentences. Don't make a whole essay. Don't, it's not about you. It's about them, but have three to four sentences in there to describe a company that they could rally behind. Now we don't always post our company name in there, so I'm not recommending that, but go ahead and post in there three to four sentences about your history, about what you do, your mission, who you serve and so forth. So that way they could latch onto that and run as well. Uh, outside of that first paragraph, you want to talk about the benefits of working this new job. In other words, what will they gain by working for you? So, and I, and I'm not meaning benefits by this, but figure out what winning sales points can you convey into the ad? Again, it adds just like a client ad. You got have copy, good copy into it. You need to figure out what are their hot points and how can you address those hot points within the ad? Very important. Uh, for example, uh, if, if I find it, I'm going to post in the show notes, but Michael Michalowicz, uh, he wrote profit first pumpkin plan and so forth. clockwork. He had, a in one of his books, I forget which book he had a sample job ad talking about some sort of position. I think it's like a receptionist position or something like that is just so basic. 
you know, it's non-glorious, right? Receptionist. But he had in there promoting, hey, you get to join our company. Yeah, the hours are sucky. The pay is sucky. He even put that in there. But now it's like having a free gym because now you get to go here and here and here and run around here and there and there. Think about all the free exercise you get. You could cancel your gym membership and actually save money by working for us. He had that copy in there. If I find that ad, I'll go ahead and post it in the show notes. So take a look. And then uh, describe your uh, uh, awesomeness of your company's benefits back to the candidate. So, for example, if you offer paid holidays, don't just say uh, paid holidays in the job ad in, in your benefits section. Talk about enjoy holiday weekends with six paid holidays per year. Does that sound a little more enticing than just paid holidays? Also, briefly discover or briefly cover, I should say, discover to the candidate, uh, your job requirements in four key areas. Number one, experience, education, skills, and personal characteristics. So with experience... We require, as an organization, uh, three years of experience before working with us, right? So we don't want someone off the street. We don't want to take time to train people, in essence. So we hire for experience only. So make sure you're clear and succinct with that. If that's your requirement, put that in there. If your job doesn't require any experience, be clear with that. Say, hey, this job doesn't require experience. You'll have paid training you could use for your future or something like that. Education is another one. Now. Again, cleaning business, you don't need education. We don't require it so much. We do ask for a minimum of, you know, high school level or so. So that way you can understand math. You can understand written directions, clear directions, and so forth, and even write back and communicate as needed. Uh, but be clear in that within your ad. Skills, very important. Um, figure out what skills do they need to possess. I can't tell you how many times... Uh, I've seen ads out there or people have applied for ads where we put down skills and we list it line by line. Hey, these are the skills that you need. We go to hire them. They said in their, within their resume and application that they had those skills, but they didn't have those skills. You need to stress that. If that's important, if that's an important value for you and your organization, stress those skills. And lastly, personal characteristics. Right. If you have Mr. Grumpy Pants, you don't want to hire Mr. Grumpy Pants if you need a energetic, happy uh, team member working for you, because they're the face of your brand. They're the face of your company. So it's really important. Are they dressed neat or are they dressed like a bum? Uh, are are they using swear words every three sentences, uh, or are they nice in their demeanor? Because they're going to reflect your company back to the client. You need to have a good representative or ambassador in there for that. And like with any ad you create, whether it be for a client or for an employee, you need to have a clear call to action. What do you want them to do next after reading this ad? Is it to call you? Is it to send a resume? Is it to fill out uh, an appointment scheduler? Is it, you know, whatever. You need to email. You need to figure out what you want them to do next. And be clear in that ad. Be very clear and concise. Well, here's what we do within our organization. We collect job applications. I said a minute ago that we hire before we need to hire. So we put in ads before we need to hire someone. We put in ads in all these different places. We mostly focus on Craigslist and Indeed. So what we'll do, we'll 
create the ad. We'll hire, we won't hire, I should say, but we collect those resumes. We collect those applications. Once they come in, I'll pick up the phone and I'll call them. I'll check interests. I'll, I'll see if they'll, if they're looking for a job, if that's something they want to work for, if that's the job type they're looking for in their career or life or so forth. And I'm very clear in the ad, hey, we're not hiring at the moment, but we're hiring in the future. So when they do apply, I tell them that, I talk to them that, or tell them all that. I'm very transparent, in other words. But once I have their application, what I'll do, I'll put into a database, a CRM basically I've set up for these employees or future employees, I should say. So I'll pick up the phone, I'll call them, and if we're not hiring at the moment, I'll check up with them every over the other month or so. So I'll pick up the phone, I'll call them, I'll say, hey, how's things going? Uh, have you found a new job yet? How's that working out for you? Whether or not they found the new job or not, I still keep the communication going, that dialogue going, if and only if I like them, right? So I'll keep that going. I talk to them. I communicate with them. Every other month or so, I'll give them a call. And once the job opens up, now I have a stack of resumes. I've already talked to them. I've probably done a preliminary interview at some point in time. I have a list of people I could draw from on day one if someone were to quit today. Very easy. So it's a lot better alternative than having someone quit, now taking the time to write that ad, place it in the paper, then it takes two or three days before applicants start rolling in, and now you're behind on the eight ball and you could lose a client as a result of it. But if you start doing those interviews now, start talking to people now, so once these jobs do open up because of some situation, you can hire immediately. And so I'll call them over and over again just to check up with them. As I interview them, I take notes. And then we always interview them even if we don't need to hire. And again, as jobs open up, we'll always have people to call. Finally, here's our interview process. We do a three-step interview. Number one, and by the way, all this is either through Zoom or through phone call. I stopped doing the office stuff. I don't have time to be at the office and wait for them. So I'll do a three-step interview. Number one, I'll talk to them for about five minutes. I want to make sure they're applying for the job they're looking to apply for. Because I can't tell you how many times someone's applied for a job, they just do a mass application to every single job out there. And then I start talking to them and they go, wait, this is cleaning? It's like, yeah, that's what the job said. So I just do a five-minute, I just want to make sure they're applying for the job they want to apply for. If I like them, then I move to the second step. And that's a 10 to 20 minute interview going over their full history. And we ask probing questions. So I want to go over every single little detail. If there's a gap in employment, I ask them about that. So if they miss three years and three year history is not in there, I say, hey, well, what did you do in those three years? You know, maybe they're covering up that they got fired because of some situation. Well, I want to know about that situation before I hire them. So that way it doesn't happen within my company. Or maybe uh, they went on maternity leave or paternity. They just want to focus on their family. There's no wrong answer. Maybe it's COVID. There's no wrong answer with that. But I want to know before I make that decision to move forward. But I'll, I'll do that 10 to 20 minute interview. I'm asking those probing questions. Why do you want to work for us? What's your expectation? Why did you leave such and such company? What are they doing that maybe your future employer could do better or what have you? I'll ask all these different questions and I'll get all these different answers. And if I like what I hear, 
and we have a good interview, then I'll offer a third interview. And usually this third interview is where I'm calling them. I'm talking to them by the end of the phone call. If I, I usually don't do, don't do more than five minutes, but at the end of the phone call, I'm usually offering them the job right there on point. And I'll do this whole three step interview process over the course of two days. That's it. So I'll, I'll do a five minute, maybe later in the day, do the 10 to 20 minute one. And then by the next day I I'm hiring them. And so that's our process. That's what we do. Hope this makes sense to you. Uh, I enjoyed putting this together, man. I know hiring's hard. It's not easy, but if you keep doing this again and again and hire before you need to hire, you'll never have applicants. You'll, you'll never have a lack of applicants within your own company. So, This episode has been brought to you by Universal Janitorial Services. If you have a building here in the Washington, D.C. area and you need servicing, hey, we're your guys. We've we've been around 44 years serving churches, schools, banks, country clubs, car dealerships, and so many more providing janitorial, porter, disinfecting, and specialty floor work throughout the Washington, D.C. area. We'd love to help you guys out. And if you felt this episode was of value to I would appreciate a review and a five-star rating if I deserved it. I truly appreciate you guys. And you could check us out and review through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you happen to listen to this podcast. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Have fun. Have a great day. Keep your employees. Treat them well. Make them happy. And go conquer the world.